episode of Generally Fried. This is your host, Jacob Bernardi. Hey, fans. <laughs> That's Cam Reese there. And we're here on another Saturday afternoon to give you another podcast, another great podcast. All right. Well, we got a little bit of coffee. We're chilling right now. What's up, Cam? Uh, nothing. You know, same old... Uh... Cam's got new um, new projects in the works. You go to his YouTube channel, at yeah. Cam Reese. And go to camreese.net and get my short stories. Damn, you got a website now? I got a website. Okay. I've had, I've had it for a year, but I haven't really done anything. Like I'm, The first day, I did a lot. I think we talked about so that. So you've done enough to be able to like tell people, hey, go to it. Yeah, because I have two short stories on there, and I'm going to add the third one, the one you read, uh, you know, today. So, sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I will. <laughs> No, I will. no, it was a good one. It was yeah. a good one. I, I'll go on there and read the other ones. Yeah. And uh, I got one more coming in after that. I like, you know, I've written like a bunch of like, I don't know, one of them, two of them are horror. One of them is like a war story. Horror? Horror. Horror? <laughs> horror. Horror stories. One of them was about a guy on a train. <laughs> and then uh, that's it. So I got two horror and uh, a train. And a war. War, horror, and train. <laughs> a war, train, and her. Yeah. Nice. But hopefully you'll enjoy them if you like to read. I don't know. Maybe. More people should get out there and read. Well, this is a big reading podcast. Fuck yeah. I've been reading a lot lately. I just finished Shoe Dog, a memoir by Phil Knight. Um, Phil Knight is the creator, the old CEO of Nike. Oh, really? Has stepped down since. Hmm. But uh, <clears throat> the original man who bought shoes from japan and started selling them out of his uh little tinker piece of shit car and um it grew sold a shitload of shoes got another shipment yeah twice as big and then that sold those another shipment twice as big sold those and then created nike there's a couple more details in the book but you know that's my uh synopsis yeah <laughs> you know shoes back in the day are better than shoes today you know Back then, shoes were tougher, and they had more, I don't know. <laughs> shoes, nobody gave a fuck about shoes back then. No, I know. Nobody, but everybody says, like, they'll argue about athletes. They'll be like, uh, you know, oh, the athletes in the 90s, they were tougher, they were stronger. But then it's like, athletes today, if you really look at it, they're fucking huge. They're way bigger than those athletes. <laughs> and like, you know, yeah, the but, whole. Yeah, but they're, they're way more pussy. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually you can't generically state. All of them are pussy, but like the top dogs of today, I'll tell you what it are is. not the top dogs of yesterday. Uh, yeah, exactly. When Michael Jordan was considered the best player in the NBA, he set the standard at the top for what the attitude should be, and it, he was a feisty competitor. Yeah. He was a dog, and he would chew you out. He would punch you in the face. He'd tell you to leave practice if you weren't going hard enough. He would come at you. And now LeBron, he's like sort of – and Kobe. When Kobe was considered the greatest in the game, uh, for that short period between Jordan and LeBron, it was Kobe. And he had that dog too. He had the Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. And the league was just as tough then as it was uh, uh, with the, in the 90s with Jordan. And then once LeBron – you know, slowly since LeBron has become like the figurehead of the NBA. Since the heat. 
Yeah, since the heat. Since he exactly. was on the heat, I think. Yeah, that's when it really started. I don't you know, even that, know what year that was. Because that was the year of the super team, and everybody started calling. It was 2010 or some yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, that's what was, ruined sports, because now all sports are trying to get a super team. Yeah, but and, really, it was like three friends would team up, and they're like, all right, where should we go? Oh, let's go to Miami, you know, because like, it's nice and warm, and it's cool, and we'll buy the beach, you know? Yeah. It was just like, it was a pussy thing to do, you know, because... What old timers do? Hey, I'm I'm drafted to Minnesota. I gotta stick it out in Minnesota, dog. <laughs> My <Yeah>. whole career. <laughs> it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold. Like the the Bulls sucked before Jordan, right? They were shit. Did you see the Last Dance? No. Good. Good. You should watch. Obviously, but uh, they sucked before. They're you know terrible. Then Jordan gets there and he changes the whole culture, right? Mm. And then they start to pick up pieces throughout the years and. They become, you know, champions. That's like what people wanted LeBron to do. And for the most part, he was doing it. He was succeeding. With what, Cleveland? In Cleveland, yeah. early on, they were yeah. a 50-win team with just him. He had nobody else helping gotcha. him. And then right when uh, he, I think he lost the finals, and then he got into an argument with his teammate. Like, his teammate allegedly, like, screwed his mama or something like that, like, banged his mom. Damn, and, LeBron's mom? Yes, yeah. Nice. I don't know, man. No, she I looks just like LeBron. Like, hey, you can't say shit now, LeBron. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> LeBron a... was probably beating him in every jump shot and rebound and shit. He was like, "All right, I'll just fuck your mom." Yeah. No, he won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that that squashes everything. You you have sex with someone's mom. You just you you win. You win. <laughs> you win. You're my ultimate enemy at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but but so then. Uh, he, he became like a softy once he left, you know, he, he quit the hard road yeah. and he went and he took the easier route and then he won two out of four and then he went back to Cleveland and he won one, you know, like, so he really, he could have won three or four in Cleveland. And if he had done that, I think people would have viewed him differently. They, you know, but he is kind of a nicer guy. He's a nice guy, LeBron. And he likes to share the ball. He'll assist. He'll get like seven or eight assists, eight assists a game, you know? Jordan wasn't passing the ball, dude. No. If Jordan got an assist, it was an accident. He thought he was going to pass it to you, and then you'd pass it right back. <laughs> so he'd pass it to you, and then you'd shoot it and score it, and he'd be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, well, how- I haven't seen The Last Dance, so I don't, I don't really know much. Oh, yeah. That's how ball dominant he was, though. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yo, homie, why'd you shoot that three and make it? I was about to go <laughs> dunk. <laughs> I just score two. <laughs> uh, I'd rather me get two yeah. than you get three, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. I see that. So I think the whole, it's like a president. When Obama's in office, the whole attitude of the country was a little different. And then, you know, when Trump was in office, things were like different. Just like uh, when Reagan was in office, it was the 80s, Coke, Wall Street. In the 60s, it was like JFK, LBJ, and then the Watergate. Like, the, you know, the presidents kind of fit the time that we live in, you know? Mm. Just like the NBA, you know, the, the, we kind of, the athletes kind of reflect the time that we live in, too. Like, it's kind of softer today. We've got more technology, more access to medicine, more access to training regimens. Like, these players, their diets compared to the diets of Yeah, the- they should be – they they are better they are, athletes. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Just like the shoes. You know, the Nike shoes in the 80s, like, sure, they I don't know. They might have lasted longer than the shoes made today because of built-in obsolescence or whatever, that mm-hmm. whole economic thing. Mm-hmm. You know? but, uh, but you know what I'm saying. Like – no, they they are stronger today, but they've got this weaker mentality. Like if they had that dog, like in them, you see guys who have that dog in them today, and they dominate. Like uh, who's got like Giannis? 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah. whatever. He's got that dog in him, dude. You watch him play. I've never seen somebody better than Giannis, honestly. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, sure, he's not the best shooter, blah, 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 but just as far as, like, give me the ball. Well, they won a championship, like, what, yeah. last year, the year before? Yeah, something like that. Something years like ago. that. Yeah. And it, he brought them the whole way. Yeah, it's him and who else? Well, the, people will be like, yeah, but they got Drew Holiday, <laughs> and they got Chris Middleton. And it's like, who? Who? <laughs> who? Yeah, what, are you making up names? <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't know who the fuck that is. And his name should be Middleton. That's where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> it should name, his name should really be Backman. Backton, get to the back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, they're not all winners. No, no, no. I, I like that. I was, I was like doing it on purpose. <laughs> they're not all winners. Uh, somebody out there. Will. <laughs> uh, I see what you're saying about the basketball correlation there, but uh, I don't know shit about basketball. All I know is I saw a video of LeBron yeah. crying on the floor. Oh, that was that was embarrassing. Dude. Like on his knees, like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? And then he got up. It was, and then he's like looking around with his arms waving, and he's like about to cry, and he's got this, and he's just, dude. Everybody's around him, like looking at him, like, look at this tantrum. It yeah. was a tantrum. It was a tantrum. <laughs> Literally a tantrum. It was like a little kid at Walmart, and the mom's just standing there with the cart, like, is like you just gotta let him, yeah, putter putter himself out. That moment defined a generation. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was accepted. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, people and, forget about that, and they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's okay. Dude, the other day, this was crazy. I, this guy, Brady Quinn, he's like a quarterback, right? And he called out one of these uh, quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud made a commitment to go to this Manning Passing Academy training, whatever, some bullshit. doesn't even matter. But he made a commitment, <coughs> and then he never said I wasn't actually coming, and he kind of ghosted him, allegedly, and then he never showed up. And then he's just like, well... You know, uh, asking simple questions like, uh, oh, well, does this, you know, help him or hurt him in the draft? Does this say something about who he is as a person, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's just innocuous, doesn't really matter shit, you know. But he, everybody was like, oh, look, they're trying to, they're coming at you, bro. They're trying to take that bag away from you. It's like, dude, one, what if he doesn't deserve the bag? Do you even know who CJ Stroud? Why are you defending random athletes through a critic? You know, so, being what, criticized. so what you're saying is one person was saying that that's a dick move, and the other person was saying, "Why are you calling him out? You're trying to take what yes. he has rightfully. Like you're trying yeah. to get him to, uh, on a worse team. You're or, criticizing him so he'll drop and he'll get less money in the draft. You know, basically. But why would why would someone criticize him for that reason? While he did something shitty, if he did something shitty, yeah, you deserve criticism. But just, just but the backfall of that criticism is that person's fault because you gave the guy the ammo to criticize yourself with. Yeah, to begin see what with. I'm saying? I'm kind of talking, feel like I'm talking in circles. But like, if someone does a shitty thing, I know you, and then someone criticizes you for that, you can't blame the person criticizing you yeah. for doing the shitty thing. When you do yeah. something shitty, you get criticized. It, exactly. Nobody's especially above. these fucking talk show, these uh, um, sports talk show ESPN analysts. Oh, yes. dude, they have nothing to talk about except for people. Oh, he! I saw him at uh, Starbucks, and they, he was ordering a. Should should that be in his diet? It was Good Morning <laughs> Good Morning Football. Anything, yeah. On uh. Like last week, football, it's out of season, been out of season for so long. You can't even talk about the draft because it's not really even coming up. You know yeah. what the question was underneath? 
while they were talking. I couldn't hear them talk because I was at a bar, and they um they 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 don't play the there's captions underneath. I'm not reading them, but I, I oh, see the, the the lexicon or whatever. The, yeah, uh, but yeah. There's, it's silent. The I'm at a restaurant, right? So I'm looking at it, yeah. and all I see is this headline. It says debate or question of the day, debate of the day. It's probably from that wig. No. Um, debate of the day: tortilla or Hmm. Was it? It was tortilla chip or potato chip. Hmm. Tortilla See, versus potato. You know, this is the big issues of the day. You know, and they were just <laughs> they were just debating tortilla really? versus potato chip. And then I'm like, talk. I say to my dad, I said, look how ridiculous that oh. is. Oh, I know why. Wait, what were you saying? Sorry. I well, I said, look how ridiculous that is. Then we started debating <laughs> <laughs> tortilla chip versus potato chip. It's potato chip. It's potato chip. It's tortilla chip. Here's the thing. We're not allowing that goddamn Hispanic shit to infiltrate our culture. I think that's what it was. Was it tortilla? Because that's like a kind of Hispanic-y word, but potato is like American kind of... I mean, you could look at it like that, but a tortilla chip is okay. way more versatile because a tortilla chip goes with every dip. Okay. What you does know? tortilla even mean? I don't Tortilla know. chip's like a plain, crunchy... No, I know it, but like... comes what from is... a tortilla, not a okay. potato. Like okay. Lay's are like if you take a potato yeah, and, yeah. and you and cut you it in thinly, half yeah. and you thinly slice a potato and then you fry the potato, yeah. that's a potato chip. Yeah. But if you take a tortilla and you cut it up into like pizza slices oh, okay. and then you fry the tortilla, that's tortilla chip. Gotcha, gotcha. And actually, life hack, if you get like those little tortillas from Publix, those big burrito shells or even the small ones – and you cut it up like a pizza and throw them bitches in the air fryer, you mm. can make chips. Oh, yeah. I knew that. You yeah. can make chips in the air fryer from just basic tortillas. Yeah, yeah. My mom's got an air fryer. And it's like, duh, you can. Yeah. But when you're, like, desperate for chips and you got dip, you don't think about crafty things. You're just like, oh, I'm fucked right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm putting it back up to the forefront of your brain in case you ever run into that. Just, you're welcome. Yeah. No, thank you. That'll help. That'll help. That'll help some people out there. But tortilla versus potato is a question, and I'm like, these fucking. This is a sports show. So isn't it apples to oranges? Because tortillas and potatoes are different, right? So they yeah, are but different like, things. What's better? Oh, what's better? Hmm, that's a good one. I don't know. I'm stumped. I don't know which one's better. I think uh, potato chips. Potato chips, probably. What's your reason? Because, you know, those lays are good, but you can also do flavors. You know, like, I guess you could do flavors on tortilla chips, but the lays has a lot of different flavors. Like, you can get barbecue. Like, I was always anti-barbecue until I had barbecue lays. They're good. Yeah. I remember after uh, the Little League, after the baseball games, mm. the parents, one of the parents would be responsible for handing out, like, a Gatorade and a snack. You know, it's all the There's always a bag of chips. Always a bag of chips. And sometimes I would be the last, like the runt of the litter, I'd be the last one to the trough. And I would miss out, and I would be left with the Lay's barbecue. Oh, what? That's not last the trough. Well, I know, but so listen. (laughs) (laughs) So then then I would never eat it. And I'd I'd have the Lay's on my lap, and I'd be driving home my mom in the passenger seat. Mom would be like, why don't you eat the Lay's barbecue chips, Cameron? And I'd be like, well, I don't like Lay's barbecue chips, Mom. And she'd be like, oh, you don't know what you're missing. 
So then, you know, I would be the, you know, like me, I was the runt of the litter always. So I'd keep getting the Lay's barbecue <laughs> after every game. <laughs> Little Camrys just like, hey guys, let me, you know, trying to squeeze through like the legs of people to get to the, the bag, you know. And then every time there'd be at the bottom of the bag would be the stupid barbecue Lay's, right? So I'd always be left with those. And then one day I decided to pop open the bag and I tried it. <laughs> and I said, as, I'm, as we're driving home, I'm like, mom, mom. She's like, what? I'm like, Lay's barbecue chips, I love them. <laughs> and she's like, good, you see, you should, your horizons. <laughs> you should widen your horizons. <laughs> and I'm like, I like chips, I like chips. <laughs> I like chips. Oh, man. Uh, that was good. That was made up. <laughs> uh, my, no, that's true, it's your story. <laughs> You always, the bottom of the barrel and variety packs are always Cheetos. Yeah. Always Cheetos. They give you so much Cheetos in those things. Yeah. You know, even if you weigh it all equally, you end up with Cheetos at the end. And nobody likes Cheetos that much. No, no. No, I don't know. Cheetos, I like the spicy flaming Cheetos. Cheetos Cheetos are like honeydews. Because you know, like 80% of the sales of honeydews are from fruit salads. Mm. People don't buy honeydews. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> people don't buy honeydews. Like people don't buy Cheetos like that. So they gotta throw them into variety packs as much as they can, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's actually I'm. What a fucking correlation. So I heard that about honeydew. Mm. That honeydew is is in so much fruit salad because they can't fucking sell it on the shelves. You ever got a, a fruit salad where you're like, damn, there's so much fucking honeydew in here. And no. it's disgusting. I don't like salad. I don't eat salad. Fruit salad. Like like a, a like oh, just yeah, a bunch yeah, of fruit. Yeah. Just yeah. A, like a fruit bowl. Well, I usually get fruit uh, bowl, I mean. Yeah, I don't get those. I get like some you ever watermelon got... and like pineapple and shit. I get like the single, you know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get like the uh tropical version or whatever of the fruit bowl, but the plain fruit bowls. Yeah, I'm a picky eater, so I don't like, you know, I look for uh <laughs> you very ever, specific. You ever been to like a diner and you get a side of fruit? Yeah, yeah. How much honeydew is in there? I don't know. I never looked. A lot. <laughs> it's like all honeydew. What the fuck is honeydew? Honeydew is the blue. Like, you know how cantaloupe is that orange? Yeah. Melon? Yeah. Uh, honeydew is like that bluish, greenish Oh, melon. I never eat that. Exactly. I never even knew what that was. You don't even eat it. Nah. Poor honeydew. Yeah. Eh, honeydew gets no love. Honeydew is actually the, pretty good. It's the red-headed stepchild of the fucking it's fruit. the runt. Fruit. Yeah, it's the runt of the run of the litter. Almost <laughs> oh, full circle. Uh, little old Cam Reese. <laughs> run of the litter. <laughs> no, nah, Cheetos are always the last in the variety pack. That's how I got on that. Um, it's like Chet Mix. Whoever, like, there must have been four companies who all sucked. Like Pretzels, the <laughs> other company, and then the Cheeto. You know, those four shitty companies. They're like, all right, we're all we're all on the brink of financial collapse. We all have to pull together. Oh wait, let's let's combine forces and put all of our shitty products into the, one bag. We'll call it the, Chet Mix. The stale bread company <laughs> yeah, definitely stale. started that one. <laughs> they got the best of that end, dude. They were in red for like the last three months, and they're like, oh shit. Yeah, I got this idea, guys. All right, <laughs> they're on a conference call. Yeah, I got it. I idea <laughs> let's put it all in one bag <laughs> we'll call it checks mix or whatever <laughs> what is it even called checks mix checks mix checks mix yeah oh, some douchebag named checks <laughs> oh man 
Damn it, checks. You fucking got us. You got the worst mix out there, dude. <laughs> yeah. That was totally four shitty companies. We're just like, all right, we can't. <laughs> we're all going under. We're all going under. A- alone, you know, they said they're like, alone, we're weak, but together, we're strong. Oh, <laughs> uh, they all read the same Roman war book. Yeah. <laughs> the same week. Yeah. Called each other up. <laughs> They met, all met, met together at the chip conference. Yeah, at the snack conference one weekend, and they're like, they're like, ahoy! They were, <laughs> they were all casted out to the side. All the successful, you know, snack companies were over having fun, and then yeah, they like, had these four. Yeah, the president and of they were like, Nabisco is giving a speech, <laughs> and they're in the crowd. <laughs> they're not even like the on the panel, all the yeah. way in the back. They don't even have a seat. They're yeah. in the standing room, yeah. <laughs> trying to ask a question like Michael Scott, going from line to line, or Dwight. <laughs> Arms folded, looking at each other, they said, I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on from chips and cam story. Yeah. Well, um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Rack my brain. Rack my brain. What do we talk about? Um, mm. I was, uh, oh, I was on Twitter and I was like getting into an argument with, uh, this, these trans people, yeah. On on Twitter, the the reason that people are saying Twitter has become a cesspool for hate and whatever, I know why. It's because when on your feed it says following and then for you, and they always log when you log on, you're always on the for you. And the for I'm always you, on following. Yeah, well, I was on for you, and they don't give you people you're following. They give uh-uh. you people that are designed to make you mad. They're designed to keep you on Twitter to make oh. you triggered. You know, it's just liberal after liberal for me. You know, they're like, wow, they know this guy hates liberals. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, we got to show him liberals. It's you keep uh, <laughs> engaging. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, so like, it'll be like my trans... Because you do, you, I made one comment, and now it's all transgender shit. <laughs> it's all like, uh, I said, I think I said, like, uh, we're raising a whole generation of Buffalo Bills. And, of course, like, nobody knows. That's the silence of the lambs yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they all are. They're all Buffalo Bill. Every one of these transgender like kids creepy. is a fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> We're raising a whole generation. The, all the like drag the yes. drag show people. Some fucking pedophile just got caught. Yeah. Because he was at a drag show and they just kind of found out his background or something. That he was been a pedophile and a sexual predator for, yeah. I don't know, eight years or something from molesting an eight-year-old. I will never acknowledge that like transgender people are like... You're not a woman if you say if you're a man and you say you're a woman, you're not a woman. I don't care like Dylan Mulvaney. Like, dude, you're you're crazy. Doesn't how are people I'm not letting this become normal. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. No, you I'm can't. not and they're getting closer and closer to this becoming normal. Well, the weird thing is like the 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 administration right now that's yes. in office is putting like the real, real, real minority of like there was a number it was like uh there's like 300,000 trans people that's right? a lot <laughs> but there's three there's like almost 400 million Americans I know I know you know but, but like do you really think like sure we support those 300,000 people to yeah. be trans yes but they can don't be trans fucking exactly. put it in my face like you are like the really that was the whole problem with the generation before us and gay people right is they i i met so many old dudes 
that are like, I don't care if people are gay. Just don't put it in my face. That's But here's the thing. If you say that, right, first off, you're not going to curry any favor by saying that with these people. They'll hate you no matter what. Yeah. They'll see you. You're just an old white guy. Oh, yeah, transphobe. Yeah, you're, you're just an old white guy. And guess what? We'll be – we're old white guys. Hell, we're old white guys just now just saying this shit, you know? But the truth of the matter is whenever you – it's like, all right, how come there are more transgender people by every year? There's more and more and more every year because they're normalizing it. And yeah. when you normalize, well, not even normalizing it, they're rewarding it. That's the weird part about it. Like, yeah. I'm fine with normalizing it, but let's stop rewarding it. You know, like, sure, let's make it to where people don't bat an eye at these people. Like, sure, you shouldn't spit on these people because they look no, fucking sh- weird. Well, that's just not even that has nothing to do with even you shouldn't <coughs> spit on anybody. If you're exactly, a human being, exactly. you shouldn't. I would never do that. You but know, like, like, I'm not trying to treat them bad by any means. I would treat them like a regular fucking person. And treating but them like a regular person don't is telling them, dude, them. is like, dude, you're dressed like a girl right now. That's me treating you like a regular human. <laughs> yeah. I'm being honest. You're yeah. dressed like a girl. That is so true. Like, I'm not playing with these people, all right? You're like, you're not normal, dude. I'm not normalizing what you're, you're – dude, you're embarrassing yourself, man. Dylan Mulvaney? Dude, it's embarrassing, man. It, it is very embarrassing, but like, <laughs> that person feels like free, apparently, right? But there was exactly. But then his parents fucked him up. Nobody wants to say this. his parents fucked him up as a kid. All right, uh, he he must have been diddled or touched. Something went wrong. First off, nobody's born. In, something happens after when you're a baby and you're born as a little boy. If you guess what? If you grow up in the right household, you're just going to become a guy and you're going to get a you know a job and marry a just, wife and have a job. You know. But something along the way, nature doesn't make mistakes, dude. You know, there's there's no fucking... Nature does make mistakes, <laughs> but not as prevalent as it's society not, is making it. And there, it's not increasing every year. Yeah. It's not... Nature isn't increasing the amount of trans people. It's the amount of propaganda that we're seeing from... Like I said, we're 100%. talking about LeBron. We're talking about Michael Jordan, the eras. Right now, Biden is setting this thing from up top, the attitude. The attitude gets started from up top, man. Yeah. Look at your company. Any company you work for, like my company treats their employees very well. Like the company I work for. I love my company. Yeah. You know? And they're, they're like, that is because the CEO is a good person. You know, I've met him. The owner's a good guy. If he was a shitty guy, he wouldn't care that, like, we don't have AC in the warehouse. He wouldn't care about bonuses. He wouldn't care about non, you know, elective type of stuff, right? So, like, when he comes down, Biden, and says, like, Oh, I support Dylan Mulvaney. He's trying to get more people to be like him. That's what this is all about. They're trying to fuck up America, dude. And it's totally intentional. These people are smarter than you and me. They're way smart. They're playing 40 chess. We're like, what are they doing? We're, we're shouting at the clouds. You <laughs> it's know? always a shell game. And guess what, yeah. dude? They're, guess, they're making millions, and they're ruining the economy, and they work for China. They're, they're all bought and paid for by China and Russia. They're fighting a proxy war in Ukraine. It's like... Do you know how much of that billions of dollars, how much of that is really going to go to the war effort? Hmm. You don't have to be a fucking genius to know they're wetting their beaks over this shit. They're, it's all about money, man. It's all about money. It's all about money. Oh, yeah. It's a total shell game. That's a and good when word for it. We're lining their pockets. They're, when they line their pockets more than they can fucking fulfill, they won't have an America to fucking enjoy it with. So they're, they're eating their own. They're eating themselves. Yeah. You know. What is like... Every country, you look at the history of Rome, dude. If you really look at it, there was there was a lot of transgenderism in Rome. Yeah, dude, this is like all this shit has happened before. There's some historian on on Rogan who said that exact thing. He said in every great society in history, yeah, towards the end, gender became like an issue. Yes, 
We're done, dude. Like we're literally the <laughs> thing that has ended multiple, multiple like mm-hmm. great societies throughout history, even the history we know of, scratch the history we don't know of. Yeah. But every fucking great society has come to a point where they have it so good yes. that they start in questioning fight, they start infighting over yeah. the silliest things they get we get to a point where we're on the pedestal we're at the peak you know of like in the 90s in america you could argue there's not a better more safe place to live than in america in the 90s as far as like the the government will not oppress you or torture you and like black people are like oh i'm, I'm oppressed i'm tortured dude you realistically like you got your rights you know somebody might not look at you like the right way but you can argue like as far as well, even I've a, seen, I've seen the um, even being a black straight guy, out of Compton. Yeah, no, yeah, that was in the nineties. Well, the, the whole um, um, fuck, what was those riots? Um, back oh, yeah, in the Rodney 90- King, Rodney King yeah, riots. Yeah, 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 back in the Rodney King riots and all this shit. The there was a Rodney King riots was mm-hmm. a Black Lives Matter movement. Oh yeah, yeah. It was perpetuated by something that had nothing to do. Yeah, but with the, you know, it, yeah, it, we're getting off little. It, it, my simple point Even was just... Even in the 90s, though, people were building up this tension. Yeah. And the Rodney King thing was like the, the boiling point, mm-hmm. you know? And then that's when it spilled over and everybody fucking went crazy. So hopefully the there was a tension build during Trump administration and COVID yeah. was the breaking point. Yeah. The Black Lives Matter movement, the George Floyd riots. Like, that was literally such a parallel to the Rodney King riots. Yeah. And Trump did a, a big harm to this country. And, and here's the idea. If we never had Trump, let's say we had Hillary Clinton, it would have been like uh, what do they call it? They have a word for it. There's um a, even the Democrats I've heard like pretty high highbrow Democrats talking about on Twitter. They call it uh, trickling like a uh, there's this massive plan. They want to get America to become socialist like Europe, right? So it's called incrementalism. So Obama was was a incrementalist. He wanted to slowly get us. To, he was going to just all right. We'll do health care, you know. Then once healthcare socialist, the person after me will get a different uh, industry in America to become socialized, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just incremental steps to becoming this, you know. But now, because of Trump, they saw that, like, oh, we can't just do our incremental we shit. We need to hurry this fuck yeah. up. So now, what are they doing? You see them, like, they're, you know, Biden, dude, Biden ended, people don't even talk about it, Biden ended the peaceful transition of power. You know, like, when the president shakes the new incoming president's hand, you know, they kicked off Trump from Twitter. He couldn't even respond. Like, this was like a coup. It was a weird dictatorship type of thing. There was military for the first time in American history in 2022 or 2020, right? There was military in the Washington, D.C. capital, and it looked like Russia. And you see, we're becoming more and more socialists. And you see, you get it? Like, we are living in a yeah, silent you said, you dictatorship. Said, um, Biden. He's the first American dictator. That's objectively true. <clears throat> you said Biden stopped the. Peaceful transfer Transition, of power. Yeah, tr- yeah. So he didn't. What? How? How did that? How that go down? Because of the January six riots, right? The January six. That was before the, the, it was supposed to be like a handshake thing. Yeah, yeah. So all right. So the inauguration is on January twentieth. I think it's twenty first. At January sixth, oh. there was supposed to be the confirmation of Biden. Everybody was supposed to, you know, he was going to be officially like, you know, the president or something. They were going to cast on all the, the six, votes. Right? Yeah, all the votes were going to be officially casted and done. And they were protesting to stop it because they had concerns about the election, whether or not it was stolen. Gotcha. Now, people say, like, well, you shouldn't really. American elections are totally safe and free. 
I don't. I don't really. Not buy totally. That. I don't. They've buy that. never been like zero percent yeah. election fraud. There's yeah, never like been JFK. Zero. The mob. We know the mob. We know about Tammany Hall, and it's always the Democrats doing it to the Republicans. But nobody wants to say that, right? Yeah. Tammany Hall, 1800s. You know, JFK, the mob. It's always Democrats getting elected in weird ways. So now we say, oh, first time there's mail-in ballots by the millions, and in the middle of the night before I went to sleep, Donald Trump was leading, and then in the middle of the night. We saw this crook in the numbers. Remember that? Remember that crook? It yeah. was like that's when Joe Biden got 100% of the vote for like a whole hour. Mm. You know, like that doesn't happen. So they're like, well, the military voted uh, overnight overseas. All those mail-in votes had to come from overseas. It's like, oh, really? The military is mm. voting 100% Democrat? That seems weird. Right. You know, oh, the every, you know, I get it. Maybe the mail-in people are like COVID freaks and they want their like Democrat more inclined to be Democrat. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed fishy. And for even asking questions, they're like, oh, he's MAGA. He's, you know, they would just come at you. So the point is, is like they shut down debate on this by, you know, like through the protests. You know, January 6th, right? We all saw the footage of like people storming the Capitol. That was footage that uh, they shared with the public. The, yeah, yeah. Then we they get released the, whole, the rest of it. And you see that they're being escorted through the halls by yeah. police. And like it's not as violent as they made it out to be. I've made movies. I know how you make certain shit look worse than it is. Yeah. Like This is obvious. You know, it's, it's, uh, there's an agenda here. You know? And then you have to ask yourself, wait, why is there even an agenda here? Why, is, why are you trying to crook it? You don't make a narrative out of the truth. If there's a gunman right on a campus like with a gun, there's no narrative. It's just that. You see it. You don't have to tell anybody. You could tell people, oh, there's a guy with a lollipop. We're not going to believe you. We see it. Right? No mm-hmm. narrative has to be. But then they show you certain videos. You don't have to show certain videos of a mass shooting. If you show any video, it's going to look bad. Oh, look, he's walking down the hallway with a gun. There's no shaping a narrative, you know, with certain objectively bad things, right? They've been trying to with the recent mass shootings, though. What do you They've mean? They've been doing weird shit because, like, it all started with that Colorado shooter dude who uh-huh. who they were like, oh, some crazy uh, right-wing extremist came in and shot up the uh, gay club or whatever. It wasn't a gay uh-huh. club. It was uh, something else. But then it came out that he was uh, left, uh, left-leaning, left non-binary oh, really? dude. And then... Um, Oh, the transgender guy who killed the Christians, too. That was barely... That was that, the recent one. Yeah. And the whole thing they were talking about, they weren't talking about, should we be concerned about these transgender people who were riling up to go against Christians? Well, the weird thing about that last one was uh, <clears throat> every like mass shooter, or like school shooter, mass shooter, yeah. whatever you want to pinpoint, like every mass shooting has been done by a dude. It is like statistically a fact. Almost yeah. every single one has been done by a dude. Huh. And this last one was a woman oh. who was taking testosterone and transitioning to a male. So it was like this was the first like biological female to do a ma- to do like a, a mass shooting, I guess. Walk up into a fucking uh, school just because it's a Christian school and Christian people in their beliefs don't agree with that god made mistakes in your in your body you know and that's <laughs> yeah. that's just what they believe yeah. that god didn't make a mistake when he made you 
So yeah. you're probably not a fucking male. You're a woman. No, you're you're and, a woman, and you. It's like, dude, you want to be a man though. That's fine, but you, there's no mistake. Like you and were I, born. I've said this before a, though. With yeah. with what I was saying, like that's what they believe. Like yeah. With with what people believe, like everybody's trying to change people's beliefs these mm-hmm. days. Where it's like, no, that's their belief. Express your belief. Explain your belief. But that's all you can do yeah. is is civilly talk about what you believe in. And yeah. why you believe in that. If you have strong supporting reasons to your beliefs, then it's undeniable that, okay, this person really believes that in their heart. And there's nothing that I can do to change that. And why? Why would I want to change what they see life as? That's through their eyes. That's their brain interpreting this weird fucking Isn't that my planet, business? I don't planet care what other... I'm not, I really could care less about like what other people do, right? But then, yeah, it's like what you were saying earlier, when you start to show it more and, like, you, you start promoting it. Like, Joe Biden's promoting this thing called transgenderism. And he's doing it. I get it. And here's the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. He is not doing anything out of evil, really. They're just dummies. Like, they have no clue. They're being played like a puppet. There's a puppet master. Well, they just, it's like. And they're the puppets. Jordan Peterson said, it was crazy. When he said it, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, shit, he's right. Like. There's this thing called mass psychosis, right? And it's like once you show somebody, like whenever there's a suicide and you show it on TV, there's more suicides that happen. Mm. Whenever there's a mass shooting and you tell the person their name and you show the thing, more shootings. Yeah. That's mass psychosis. You inspire more people. So when they start showing Mm. it on TV, they know what they're doing. They're not idiots, you know? Like they're smart. They're as smart as Jordan Peterson. There's a reason they're all millionaires and they run the world because they have initiative and they're really smart, and they went to Yale and Harvard, and they're doing this on purpose, and it's for nefarious reasons. People should know that. Like, it's not really a good the thing. The scary thing is, like, the people who are probably doing it aren't doing it for nefarious reasons, but the people who are telling yes, them exactly. to do it yes. are. There's, like, 180 IQ people out there who, like, they— Are they, controlling the 100 yes. IQ people. 130, 140 IQ people. They're, like, they're like in positions like Anderson Cooper. You know, he's probably got 130 IQ. You know, I only know him, but he's probably really smart because there's a reason he went to like a great college, and there's a reason that he's been able to succeed in a business like being on television for over 20 years. Yeah, you're not a dummy and do that. You know, <clears throat> so it, it's like there's real like AI. There's a there's this guy who made AI. Elon Musk did an interview, and he said, "I know the guy who does AI, and uh, he'll never stop AI or shut it down because he believes that all consciousness deserves to have rights." <laughs> yeah, that's the that guy, guy. That's the guy who called him a specious. Yes, that guy has a 200 IQ, right? Mm. But guess what? He's gonna ruin humanity. <laughs> yeah. So like, He's, just, that's the CEO of Google. Yeah. So it's like, dude, like we need to have less of that. We're we're finished as a country. Yeah. You know, it's these really smart people are eating themselves. Well, just imagine the AI that they're gonna build. That's even smarter than them. Exactly. And then they'll just do the job for them. We're going to put all humans down. That way the earth will live longer. You know, like that's the ultimate outcome. Yeah. Like (laughs) how do you fix like AI fix climate change for me? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Skynet. Skynet. Uh, AI, uh, chat G. Oh, wait. Breaking news. Chat GPT files for the license of the name Skynet. (laughs) Skynet. (laughs) It opened a company called Skynet. Huh? (laughs) It's just a crazy world, dude. It's it such is. a crazy world. It is. I'm so, like, I'm kind of happy that I'm living through it. Like, I'm seeing it. Like, 
But part of me was like, man, if I was, I wish I was like born in 1900, you know, like if I had been born then, never seen any of this. Yeah, but even then they were like, oh, this world's crazy. Like as yeah. they were growing up, they were like, the oh. The typewriter, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> but like the weird thing about it, you're right. You're right. Because the creation of AI is like worlds yeah. uh, more amazing than the creation of even the printing press. Yeah. Because the printing press was like life-changing thing. Like mm-hmm. knowledge was able to be stored and and shared uh, uh, in a vast – like everybody got educated after that. A lot of people at least. Not everybody. But um, since the printing press, AI is the most remarkable thing to be invented and like – Yeah, it's, it's the next – worlds above the printing press. Like yeah. You can't even compare it to the printing press. No, if you look at like computers, when computers were invented, you're like, holy shit, wow. what's ne-? And then the internet came. Mm-hmm. Dude, people for a long time were like, what's this computer going to be used? And then like right now, we're like, "What?" We, for, for the last 10 years, we we're like, what, what's AI going to be? How is that? You know, is it going to take over the world? Mm. You know, like it probably won't destroy the world, but it probably will lead to like a country, the world being run by like some dictator. It's going to change the world. It's going to change the world some way. Yeah. You know, in a, in, in a way we won't really expect. I don't even think we can fathom it. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Because like the capabilities of it have yet to be fully discovered. I, I, I was starting to, a couple years ago, I was starting to write a story and it was about like this guy who goes on the internet and he starts reading all these articles. Right. And he gets taken down and I was going to write, write out each article. Right. For Ugh. a reason. And basically the gist of the story was he was going to go from article to article researching something and he gets to a dead end and then he looks into it and nobody Santa exists. Claus. Nobody exists. You know, like, didn't you have a Santa Claus? Yeah, I did have one uh, like that. Like that. I'm gonna make that movie one day. That was good. That was a good plot. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's the one you were talking about. Oh yeah. But so the, the idea was basically we're being everything we see is in the future is gonna be run by like this fake AI that rules mm-hmm. the world, puts like a blanket, a wool over our. Sh- I already eyes. think that everything on Twitter is fake. Right. I know. A hundred percent. I I look at Twitter yeah. like in a third person view, like I'm watching Twitter go on. Not that like I'm participating in Twitter. I just kind of watch the spectacle of Twitter. Yeah. I try not to take anything for granted, or mm-hmm. not not for granted. I take everything with a grain of salt that I see on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I don't believe a fucking thing I see on Twitter. Even like the people that say stuff, I don't believe the things they say because I'm like, this could be a bot. Yeah. You know, this could be an AI account. What the fuck do I know? I saw a CNN the other day on Twitter, and they had no blue check mark anymore because they're not paying for it because Elon and all that. And uh, I was like, "Wow, this just for some reason I didn't trust it anymore." That makes <laughs> I need me the blue check mark. <laughs> that makes me for some reason want to put my profile picture, the CNN logo, and change my name to CNN. Yeah, and start tweeting shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's just funny. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's like the one thing you can get banned for. <laughs> But because um, when Elon didn't have a check mark, they were doing that to Elon. Oh, really? <laughs> they were like, Elon was like, uh, if you are impersonating accounts, that, that is against the rules now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he, 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 he labeled the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Government. Government yeah. funded. The BBC. That's hilarious. And NPR. Yeah. Well, they are government funded. They are. They, they all should, are. They, they all are government funded. Yeah. And, and just putting a label on it. They got it so means triggered. nothing. Means nothing. It's just like, oh. 
just come out and say like, okay, yeah, we are government funded media, but still we're a reliable source and we'll be delivering to you the best we can. Yeah. That's all you got to say. But the fact that they got so triggered, it's like, oh, so you are doing exactly what everybody says you're doing. Exactly. Because the denial is like the the first thing people go to when you're caught in a lie. Yeah. You just start denying it. And it, they say government funded. And the implication of that is that the government is telling you how to report news and blah, blah, blah. Or, so that's what, why they or are, what not to report. Or what not news. to report. Because it's not what you do report yeah. in the news that makes it biased. It's, it's what you don't report that makes you biased. But it's like if if you were – if you so see what like, I'm saying there? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. No, because you cannot – like there's a lot of stories that you don't really hear about that go on in the world. Yeah. And it's like how come we hear about like – We've been uh, fighting a war with Saudi Arabia – in um, Syria for like eight years, we've been starving or, Syrians. Or how about this mass shootings? How come we only hear about mass shootings that happen with white people? You know, they don't give a fuck about the mass shootings that happen every day in Chicago, dude. There's more shooting in Chicago. Yeah, like Chicago. gang shootings, gang shootings. Those are mass shootings. Those, they, those they're <laughs> in the statistics and, you're talking about. Yes, they even include those as mass shootings. Yeah. to make it seem like there's a lot more school shootings going yeah. on. Yeah. So and they will never report and on all that. it is is more than three people die. Yeah, that makes it a mass shooting. A lot of times it's a drive by in Chicago, and then in your head you're like, oh, that's another. You'll see like you can see a headline, right? A headline because they can just do this headline that says another mass shooting today in America. Dot 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 in America, you know, <laughs> and that could be it. And yeah. then you can click on the article and it'll say like, <coughs> uh, today at four p.m. there's a drive by in Chicago. Four people were fatally killed in a in a drive by where guns were used that were fully automatic. And a stray bullet hit a woman. Yeah, and they're fully automatic, and they weren't actually bought legally. You know, because a lot of these guns they're going after are just legal fucking guns. Yeah. Like, dude, if you really want to get rid of They want to talk about all the mass shootings with legal guns. Yes. Rather than all the mass shootings without legal guns. I think that's it. Because you make all the guns illegal, then there's going to be just illegal guns in mass shootings. Yeah. And, and there's, they, if you don't fix the mental health problem that's causing this or the poverty poverty problem that's causing this, then you're going to always have these fucking shootings. Yeah. You know, people are in the fucking bottom of the barrel in society in some of these places in downtown Southside Chicago, you know, or fucking Baltimore or these terrible crime ridden cities. Yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta's going crazy right now. There's like Antifa people. Who are throwing mortars and stuff at this um, military or not military? Uh, this the Atlanta police really? are trying to build a new training facility mm. right outside Atlanta. Yeah, and Antifa has been stopping the equipment and stuff from coming in and out because they don't want this training facility to be built. Yeah, it's like if you really want to stop police brutality, we need to train these guys more. Yeah, like that's literally what we need is a training facility. For the police officers, so they're better trained, and they don't. But those Antifa people are like ninety IQ. They're not. But they're 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 literally they're just causing. They're yeah. anarchists. They're foot soldiers for you know something higher. Like, exactly. They're yeah. anarchists, and Biden's over there talking about that transgender person. Yeah. You know, we're all talking about Budweiser. Yeah. We're not talking about the real fucking problems in society. It's such <laughs> a shell game. Hey, let me play a song. Let me play. It. It's a poem, but it's like hilarious. You'll love it. Can I do it? Yeah. All right. Is there a... Do you have the fucking plug-in that you had that one time? Yeah. Let's see if that works. This one is called Whitey on the Moon. 
It's a poem. And I love it. I thought it was hilarious. I'm just going to... Ah, all right, I'll just put it right up to the mic. It's by uh, Gil Scott Heron, and this was written like uh, I yeah, think I in the seventies. Yeah, it's all good. We have a poem here. It's called Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> and uh, it was inspired. It was inspired by some Whiteys on the Moon. Turn it up a little bit. So I want to get credit. Goes. credit is Put it in the due. front then. Alright. That's it. A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills. Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know, the man just up my rent last night because Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. Yeah, let me see it. I wonder why I'll he's helping me. I'll pick it up. Because Whitey's on the moon. I was already giving him 50 a week, and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up. And as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? How come I ain't got no money here? Hmm, Whitey's on the moon. You know, I just about had my bill. I can't do that anymore. That sucks. I think I'll send these doctor bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn your mic off, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, turn me on. So that, so that guy is saying, I got all these fucking problems on Earth while Whitey's on the moon. Yeah, what was that, back in the 60s? Yeah. That was like a 69 song. Yeah, and guess what? This shit's happening. Okay, I, got, I guess we got all in the, the 70s. Rent is 2000 a month while Dylan's becoming trans. While, that, while that bitch is on the can. Yeah, while that bitch is on the can. Uh, a rat done bit my brother Christian while Dylan's going trans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, dude, nothing changes, you know, like yeah, these problems. I see that. And I don't know, I like that poem. I, it, it's, I like the whole <laughs> Whitey on the moon. It, it, it just feels like you were listening to that in like a smoky black cafe on the Harlem, you know, in the 60s. Like that just, Yeah, someone on the side of the street yeah. just pouring his heart out. Yeah, it's a great, I don't know, I love that poem. <laughs> yeah, I see that. And Whitey on the moon. <laughs> I like how you always like put yourself in a location with with things. What do you mean? Whenever you're like, um, whenever you're talking about things, you're like, I, would, <laughs> I always, I always like to think of myself like, you yeah, know, in there, like there yeah. at that point, like, and not only like where they recorded this song, but more or less, but I like, like to imagine how it looked and, and felt in some like, yeah. like you just said in Harlem on the side of the street. Yeah, like that's a great. I wouldn't have said Harlem. I would have said, <laughs> I would have said fucking Chicago or some bullshit, yeah. some shit that didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like with my potato. But like, you're chip like stories. really, you're really like thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you got to think about it. Like, put, try to put yourself in the context and being creative of, with it. Yeah. You because why the fuck not? You can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Imagination um, is a like a literal muscle. You know, it's it's you can lose your imagination pretty fucking quick. 
I didn't lose mine. No, no, no. no, no. I kept it through <clears throat> childhood. I, I started to lose mine a little bit. You're coming back to it though. I feel it. I feel yeah. a little bit, a little bit. And you know, reading helps. Reading it does re- help. It, it does literally. Help. Yeah. It because what it is, you have to visualize it and you have to put yourself there. Yeah. 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 And what what really weakens that imagination muscle is like YouTube shorts. Yes. You know, like just yes. little attention span things. Yeah. A, a ten second video, and then the next ten second video, and mm-hmm. then the next ten second video. But boy, is it captivating. It is. It's hard. I mean, it really steals your attention. It's hard. But then in a book, sometimes you'll just get lost in the page and you'll just keep, you'll be on a roll. Once you get into that flow of a book and you're just like, wow, I'm just, I'm here. I'm transported. Like, I'm, you know, I was like, I was reading. It's a a completely different feeling. Yeah. I was reading A Farewell to Arms. um, Hemingway. Hemingway. Yeah. Hemingway. And, you know, it's a good book, but I feel like, uh. It's like a lot of it is like this. Like he's just walking through town, and he hears some artillery in the distance, and he's and then he'll see like a a, a truck go by with like holding soldiers. He's and, painting a picture. Yeah, he's painting a picture, and he'll like he'll he'll see and uh, the the moon will come up, and he'll be like with a woman like out on the veranda or some shit, like Talking smoking about a cigarette. Like, I wouldn't even notice exactly. if I was in that if I was in that position. I wouldn't even notice those things. Yeah, and because really, my attention span or my imagination yeah. is so like single focused back then people like all they had was looking around. Yeah. You know, they, all they had was living in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, sure. They were trying to do what they could when they were younger to set up their future still, but they weren't out wishing they were in Italy. They weren't mm-hmm. out wishing they were skiing in Colorado. You know, they were like, I got to fucking survive. Yeah. I got to take care of myself today. Yeah. Here right now. With what I got around me. And the way he, like, painted the picture of war, it was, like, it was, like, just another day, and it was just, like, there. Like, war is, like, a lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. And the world goes, the world keeps spinning, regardless, you know, it's just, you hear it in the background. Hmm. And he's, like, a medic driver, you know, like, he drives the ambulances. Gotcha. And he hasn't seen any action yet. And it's, like, I'm in four or five chapters, and I had to put it down. It's just too much, like... It was too slow. <laughs> I liked it. But I was just looking at the style, you know, because yeah. like, I was like, uh, I had heard, you know, I actually read Mount Kilimanjaro like when I was younger, but I don't really, I don't remember. He's got this weird style of writing, you know, like the prose were different. It was like, uh, we set out in the evening and the evening was cold and there was women at the bar that we went to and it was smoky. You know, it was just kind of that like listless kind of, very short and simple mm-hmm. to the point and uh vivid with the you know like not not stale smoke just smoky yeah yeah you not, know, no not adge- too much no adge- yes. no like yeah uh what would you call that like a uh pronoun or something it was like less is more just yeah, that's the idea yeah. of it you know and for some reason it just it was like wow i never read a guy like this you know like that just like a little bit and yeah. it just you kind of fill in the details in your own head mm-hmm. you know I mean, there's 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 some people obviously do that because he's an old writer. They take from that, but mm-hmm. like to read the source, so like I want to read the one where he was like a, a bullfighter or something. Uh, he was, uh, or he he like I forgot which one that was, but this I hope this one gets good though. Mm. I hope you see some action in the ambulance. Else <laughs> <laughs> to just be like, yes, I I rolled the window down, I was smoking a cigarette in the ambulance, and I heard the bombs in the distance, and then I waited. <laughs> I waited for my call because I, I knew somebody needed to be picked up soon. And when the battle was over, they called me. 
And it's like, what? No matching? I'm following the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you write about the dude shooting? <laughs> it's like, I, I've read four chapters, and he's just walking around this village, and he's picking up chicks, and he's smoking cigarettes. Next thing I knew, There's the no, battle was over. Yeah, and, the, and I'm like, where's the war, dude? <laughs> Uh, I guess why they call it a farewell to arms. He's like, Soya. <laughs> uh, I ain't fighting no more. <laughs> yeah. The arms over there, Soya. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I need a new book. I need a book. I just finished what I was reading. Yeah. You just... what, uh, what, what's your, hmm. what's your, um, what would you call it? Uh, your process on when you like, like when you said to yourself, like, "Oh, I want to read Hemingway now." Yeah. What was your, what was your uh, intro into that? Like, what idea sparked? Like, okay, now I think I want to read Hemingway because oh, I had man. a story. I had, a, I had an idea for this story, maybe. Or like, no, I was at Barnes and Noble. No, I went there because I want. I don't know. I you just know. need a new book, so you went to yeah. Bar- Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what it was? It might have been you. We were talking last time, and you were saying you went back to, like, the oldies, and I never really... Oh, yeah, you saw the book list. You probably yeah. saw Hemingway on that book list. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I never I never really got into Hemingway, and I always wanted to, and uh, I was like... And then I started reading, I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was so funny, too, because I was literally sitting there, I'm like, this ain't, this ain't nothing special. Like, <laughs> It's just words on a paper, bro. It is. It is just words on paper. But it's like it's like the uh, the alley oop, you know, like in the eighties. Remember remember the movie with Will Ferrell, uh, Tropic Thunder or Tropic uh, the Flint Tropics movie. Um, uh, you know, semi pro, semi pro. Yeah, and they introduced the alley oop, and then yeah. it, it happened, and everybody's like, well, what? what? <laughs> foul. Silence, foul. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean foul? I don't know. You can't do that. You can't just go jumping up in the air. And <laughs> And then, but then it's like after that, the alley oop is just the alley oop. It doesn't matter. It's just another thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you read Hemingway, it's like, oh, you don't really get the same impact that it had when it first. Now it's just like, oh, everybody writes like this, simple, right to the point, you know. But he founded that that style. You get the same thing listening to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You listen to Led Zeppelin and they pioneered like the rock and roll. Yeah. You know, but then you're like 60s, early 70s. Stairway to Heaven can eat ass. This song sucks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Y'all should hear they, the Wallflowers. <laughs> after they made rock and roll, then you had fucking Metallica come out yeah. and just shred rock and roll. To Metallica, a whole... you guys should hear The Cure. <laughs> just what? shitty '90s bands or whatever, like they don't hold a candle to Metallica. <laughs> well, I'm saying the evolution. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So the evolution of like '70s, like you had the Beatles. They mm-hmm. were Beatles was rock and roll. But yeah, it wasn't, exactly. you know. Yeah. Led Zeppelin was the same time. They were rock and roll. Yeah. And then, like, Leonard Skinner comes around or whatever, and they were a different type of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And then that pioneered, like, 70s, late 70s. You had... Um, Punk. They, they just all changed yeah. their style a little bit more. Yeah. I can't even name fucking 70s bands. Uh, man, like... Uh, I can't even think of any, but... Um, Sex Pistols. <laughs> it's a punk band 70s yeah. um Oz- oh wait what was ozzy's band uh sabbath black sabbath black sabbath yeah came out in the 70s yeah yeah so that was fucking rock and roll yeah that was a different type of rock and roll mm-hmm. sex pistols Ozzy. and then 80s comes around you get like motley crew yeah you get the rebel rock and roll like it just gets crazier and crazier 
But like when the 80s came around, people were like, oh, I know how to do this. Mm. You know, let's just go fucking crazy. Yeah. But when Led Zeppelin did it, people were like, drop the mic. Yes. You know, it's yeah. like, what is this? Well, it'd be like the equivalent to like to really heighten the exact to exaggerate the idea. It would be like if you went back in time to when Beethoven was doing his shit on the piano, <laughs> and you, you had go. an electric guitar. And you there start you shredding. And everybody's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like the Back to the Future. Yeah. When Marty what kind McFly's, of mandolin is that? What? Marty McFly plays uh, Johnny B. Good on the yes. guitar. Oh, but your kids, you're not ready for this yet. But your kids are going to love it. <laughs> the meme, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they'd be like, oh, oh, what's he doing with that mandolin? <laughs> they don't even know what a guitar is. <laughs> Electric mandolin. <laughs> When was Beethoven? 1600s? No, 17, I think. 17? Maybe 1600s. Late 1600s? I know. I don't know. I don't know. I think like, I think I want to say like 1730. Google it. That's a, I bet you, I bet you 1730, 1720s. I think Mozart. It's definitely like 2040, like ending, in, but I don't know if it's 16 or 17. Yeah. I think it's 16. That would be crazy if it was 16. That's like 17th century. Like That's like four centuries ago. That's crazy that their music is surviving. Like If you think about it, that move, that music will survive. Oh, uh, no. 1770. 1770. He was born. He died in 1827. That's so crazy to think about. He was born right around the time that the revolution in America was happening. Like, that's weird to think about. Where was But Beethoven? he was born in Germany. Yeah. So we didn't give a shit. Yeah. He didn't give a shit what was going on over here. Yeah. No. Nah. But we do. We cared about him <laughs> in Germany. I bet you, he, you know, Germany has had some interesting figures, you know, and, and <laughs> from was it Beethoven <laughs> to Hitler? <laughs> oh, Mozart. Mozart. Yeah. Seventeen fifty. Oh, okay. Six, born. He died at twenty-seven, right? Seventeen ninety-one. He died twenty-three, twenty-four, right? He yeah, yeah. I mean, fifty-six to ninety-one. Um, I'm not good at math. Was it 26? 24? That's like 30. That's like 34, 32. 4 and then 20. 66, 76, 86. Yeah, it's like 34. Just Google his age. Wait, what was it? He was 56, right? He was born in 56 and died in 91. <laughs> at age how, 35. How retarded are we? He died at 35. See, I thought it, it says was, it right here. Okay. I thought it was more <laughs> tragic than that. 35 ain't that tragic. I'm talking about Mozart, not Beethoven. Yeah, Mozart, I thought was the young one. Wolfgang. Wolf, Wolfgang. Wolfgang? <laughs> gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Beethoven died at 56. Yo, they're like, they're like, uh, y'all, you seen, y'all, son, you seen uh, Mozart? And they're like, no, I haven't. And they're like, gang, gang, son, gang, son. <laughs> <laughs> yo, gang son. yo gang son yo gang son i was reading some sh- bullshit about mozart and beethoven uh, yeah Mo- or beethoven was deaf right or something i think so yeah but he could he, if you can write in music then you can just make it like if you know the sound in your head it's like playing chess you could be blind and be a really good chess player blind yeah yeah because if you if you know chess and then you go blind, you could like play in your head and still move. Like you could tell them e f- uh, pawn to e four or e takes on d five. Oh, because it's all math. Yeah, it's well, it's just <clears throat> you, the it's all each, remembering the numbers. We well, can positions. just see the board in your head, 
and you can just be like, all right, E4, E takes on C5. Yeah, they don't know. see it square by square. They see it like... They see the whole board. I can just visual. I can see the board, you know, in my head. You yeah, know, but they just... see it by the number. By no, G, they... they see G6, G3. They don't see like... They don't even see black and white squares no i i i don't know i i have a, a if you board can, if in my you head can play it blind yeah you don't even care if the square is black or white you just know what position is where on on the uh number like d6 e5 well yeah the, the board is numbered like a4 each square has a an assigned like a1 a2 whatever because if he moves a pawn to a4 you mm-hmm. don't know he moved a pawn to a4 or a rook to a4 no, you, you say pawn A4. Yeah, exactly. But then, it, like, let's say there's a pawn on A3, it's black. You're like, no, you can't, you know. So it's like, so he doesn't actually see the board. Like, you got to be able to see, visualize the whole board. They yeah. they see the board in their head. Yeah. But then they look at it, and they see where it goes, like the where the piece has to go. And then they have to just remember what tile that is. And so it'd be like, that. that's E6. They got to memorize the whole yeah. board in every play. Yeah, you can't forget where that castle was too. No, yeah, you know, like something you weren't paying yeah. attention to for a bit. Like, damn, was that on E six or Ace or like uh, uh, B six or C six? Like, I, I could do, I could do the start of the uh, like, like E four, E five. Then you do what's uh, that mean? Bishop, uh, what? E four, E five. Like this is the pieces on the board. It was so Paul Morphy played. E4, which is pawn, because you can't play no other piece besides the pawn can go to E4 right away. Okay. So it'd be E4, then he responds with E5, and then you respond with, uh, I think he played C4. And then, uh, so it's just like you can see the pieces. Yeah, I don't want to get too easy. No, no, no. (laughs) can't get too too technical. Can't get too technical. But yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive still. It's just like a blind person playing chess. Yeah, it could totally happen. You know. ha- has it happened? I think. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's oh. a Google too. Yeah, Google it. All right. <laughs> nah, <I'm fine. laughs> enough chess. Oh wait, right now I just want to say there's a chess. The best chess, like World Chess Championship, is going on right now. Right now? Yeah, they're on. They're on game nine, and uh, it's. I think it's best out of fourteen or whatever. I don't fucking know, but I know the match is really good chess because these guys they're not the best player. Mm. So Magnus Carlsen, you know him. He was the best player of all time. <laughs> he bowed out of this. He bowed out. He's like, I'm too good, whatever. So it's two top competitors, contenders. It'd be like some Mike Tyson there, but he quits boxing, so the two contenders have to fight. Mm. So you're going to get this weird, interesting, two young, eager, aggressive players yeah. fighting each other. And that's what the game is. It's almost been. like they're fighting for a title shot. Well, yeah. Because but... whoever wins, <laughs> yes. then they get like, Magnus, you're next, motherfucker. Let's go. Well, no, no. He's whoever wins this is the champion of the world. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, but you're not really. But still, Magnus is always above you. Yeah. In the score. But here's the thing: if you were playing Magnus, you would. He's so much better than the players today. Mm-hmm. You'd be fighting for a draw, and you'd be playing boring, mm-hmm. solid mm-hmm. chess. But now, since you're now like, it's gonna be interesting. It's so people in- are risking. Oh, it's the, taking it's, risks. I think it's the best chess match, like World Chess Championship. Since probably Mikhail Tal played Mikhail Botvinnik back in uh, the 60s. Oh, really? That's how good it is. It's Damn. the best one in si- like 60 years. Hmm. Or like, yeah, 50-something years. And you're not watching it? I, I've been watching every game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are they in intermission right now? You said they're right now they're doing it. No, I mean like, oh, it's this week. It's not like every... I don't know if they're playing today. But if they are, I'll see the recap, you know. But ah. like this week at work, I'm just watching. Nice. Yeah. I just That's watch. interesting. 
I just watched the streamers afterwards go through the moves and all that. So I heard Magnus Carlsen on Lex Friedman. Yeah. He, he, it sounded like he kind of bowed out of that competition more or less because he doesn't want to lose. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like real scared of losing because he's so concerned on his score. Yeah. He want, he's like so uh, um, OCD about getting it to a certain number. He, he wants wanted twenty eight hundred. He wants or twenty nine, right? Nine, twenty nine hundred. That's never been done. Exactly. Um, and he can't get it anymore. He had to win like I think he had to win like fifty games in a row or something like that to even come close. And and the World Chess Championship, you're not going to win that many in a row. And um, it's just you know what it is too. Because people will put draw, people will draw you out. Yeah, and they'll probably like they know how to just get to a draw. And they're also you're playing. You have to play the second best guy in the world, so you're gonna lose some games. Yeah. Even though you're Magnus, you're still gonna lose a couple games. Like, yeah. You can't always defend with black. One time with white, you're gonna win. This I've was, seen him lose. I've watched a game where he lost. Yeah. With these, but he won overall. With these chess players, it's like, dude. Oh, he's playing with the white pieces today. He should win. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean he should win? <laughs> the only difference between playing with white and black is you get to make the first move. Yeah. That's how good these guys are. Yeah. If you play one fucking wrong move after he plays one move, you're fucked. They're mm-hmm. going to take that one advantage, you know. And just stack upon that throughout yeah. the whole game. Yeah. Like me, I, I played, a, <clears throat> I play like the best I've ever done. I play like this computer on chess.com, like 2200. You know, I've beaten the 2200 level computer. Magnus Carlsen is 2,800, so he's 600 points better than what I can play at. Yeah, but that you know? 600 points is yes. a lot harder to, like, to get to than just two 600 it, points. Exactly. Like If you're at 600 and you go to 1,200, that's a lot easier than going from 22 exactly. to 28. That's what I'm saying. And there's I'm at a wall. Like I am not smart enough uh, you know, to go f- past a certain point. You mean you haven't memorized enough. Now because I have to really, start memorizing stuff. Exactly. I haven't memorized. I don't memorize shit. I yeah. just like I. It's patterns. Like you know the patterns, but like, uh, and you know, you know, but like now it's like the game's all memory. Yeah, the first twenty thirty moves is all memory. That's After what that, um, Hikaru or something. He was on free Lex yeah. Friedman, and I listened to that. I went through like a uh, the whole round of the chess, chess podcast because Lex yeah. was doing like in a row almost. Yeah, he was really into chess for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and you were in a chest at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And I was trying to, I'm like, this motherfucker keeps beating me like crazy. Yeah. You, I got to do something. And you gave up. You gave. Oh, I gave up. I gave up. It, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. No, but you just haven't figured it out yet. What I was saying was like, uh, the Hakaru dude was yeah. like, chess is actually kind of boring to me now because yeah. he, I memorized everything. Yeah. Right. And he's like, what's interesting is like the Bobby Fisher tournament. Where it's all like random pieces. Yeah, Fisher random. They they assemble the board differently each time. Every time it's yeah. a different game. Your pieces are in completely random spots, mm-hmm. and you can even like um, attack your own pieces. That's like crack for you, chess players. Yeah. You know, it's like chaos. <laughs> different. You've rule never set. seen this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you will never see this either. You'll never see this type of position <laughs> again. We play it once, and then next it's, time it's, it's like changed. psychedelics. It's like doing acid. Yeah. Or DMT for these guys. They're like. You just, you'll never yeah. see that again. You'll I can't explain it. it. I can't explain what I did to win. <laughs> I had this position I had never seen before. <laughs> um, that and like speed chess, speed chess you say he likes too, because it just speeds it up. I, and like people make more mistakes because it's faster. Yeah. Blitz and all that rapid. Yeah. 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 Um, I had, I was, I was writing, I, I, I wanted to still write this, but I'll just tell you, I had a, a story where like this AI robot was like, 
like living amongst the stars. Like for anyway, point is he runs into like another AI robot in some random galaxy, and they're playing chess. Mm. And uh, he's teaching this AI bot how to play chess at this like old space cafe that existed twelve thousand years ago. And anyway, the two robots are playing, and he says, "Do, do you know about the uh, the un- unbeatable line?" And he's like, "No, what's that?" And I was gonna try and make like an unbeatable uh, move pattern for White that could not be refuted by just using computers. You know, I was gonna play two really strong computers against each other like a hundred times and see what you know. But there's there is an unbeatable line. I think we'll find it eventually. But I won't be the one finding it. You know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure AI's found that. Oh, it's tough because like there is there is a lot of draws when you watch two AIs play. Yeah. There's a lot of just draws because you get to like it's like they get stuck in the Roomba gets stuck in the corner of the room and it can't get out. That's what that is like with juxt- chess, like juxtaposition. Yeah, and eventually we'll get to the uh, what. Yeah, nice words. <laughs> well, eventually, I think eventually they'll find the unbeatable line. Like you play this with white, and then you there's no way to you know there's just a, a move order that cannot be beaten. I think that yeah, exists. but there's always the randomness aspect on the other end when you're playing that'll human. disrupt what you're doing. Yes, oh, there when is. You're playing human, yeah. but if you're playing a computer, you can theoretically have an unbeatable line unless they they pit ai against each other in All chess and chess tournaments yeah. and you can build in randomness to your ai i'm sure yes. yeah so it's there's always smart. that aspect it's not smart no <laughs> but, but you, it, to, to the ai who found the unbeatable line you have to do that yeah dude the google ai that does chess that one will probably find the unbeatable line because it i watched it play a game against stockfish it was google I forgot what it's called. It doesn't matter. The point is, the Google one sacked a piece. And I'm like, what? Dude, engines don't sacrifice pieces. It saw something 30 moves ahead. Yeah. It was like, I had never I heard, seen. I heard someone talking about that. It was crazy. I'm like, what the? F-? Dude, to see this far ahead mm-hmm. is so unthinkable for a human. Like, these, it's this is why AI is so scary. Like, because you can objectively see how smart AI is when you look at a chessboard. It's ranked 3,600. We were just talking about Magnus Carlsen wants to get 2,900. So if you're going to put an IQ level on, on, uh, on AI, it's probably a 300 IQ. Hmm. You know, if you think about it, it's probably that smart. At there, least. Yeah. I mean, you're just talking chess dynamics. Yeah, I'm just doing that you little know? equivalency right there. Yeah. Like if Magnus Carlsen is probably 180 IQ, but, but the that points, means Stockfish is the 300 points, IQ. The points say it is better. Yeah, you know the the chess points and the yeah, chess, the chess points is a good yeah that says it better because like mm-hmm. the the AI and all these and every other aspect of life, it's sure, gonna be that disparity. It, it's, it's that same disparity. Yeah. So like you got to multiply that IQ if you're talking about overall. That IQ is like twelve hundred, dude. Yeah, at least it's like in the thousands. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's something we can't even. Fathom. <laughs> yeah. That's how wild AI is going to be. It's going to be such a crazy change. Yeah. You know, Dude. I'm just thankful that my job is so out of the ordinary. Like, yeah. you need a, a person to fix a motor. Mm-hmm. Because until they start building robots, which is far away from now, mm-hmm. you know, the artificial intelligence will be computer based for much longer. I say at least 
30 years longer than that's why they start I think, putting in functioning robots. I think I'm going to be successful in 10 years because of AI. Right now, I can already see. I think they're already using AI to write a lot of these Marvel movies. Oh, they have to be. They suck. They suck. And they, you, the South Park episode was yeah. written in AI. They did They did an episode that was uh AI episode. Really? And it's, it said written by um, Trey Parker and ChatGPT. No way. At the end of it. Was it good? Yeah, it was fu- it was funny. Uh-oh. I mean, it was it was interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. There was something off about the whole episode. Okay. I can't even remember what the episode was about actually at this point. Well, it was about everybody using ChatGPT. Oh, okay. You know, everybody was using ChatGPT. The kids were using it for homework. Yeah. And they were trying to ban ChatGPT in the school and all this stuff and Yeah. At the end, they were like, uh, uh, they had like no ending because ChatGPT couldn't write the ending or something. <laughs> That's funny. It was, it was some meta joke like yeah, that. Yeah, it's pointing out the flaws of like yeah. um, AI or some shit. But the point is that that it's not really creative. You know, like it's it, like not here's, yet. Here, well, no. Here's the thing: to even be create, it needed like a thousand years of humanity to even be creative. You know, like you can't have AI without the foundation of humanity, right? Fundamentally, in order for AI to exist, it needs to come from somewhere. We are the source. You know, like, it, it, AI stands on humanity's shoulders and thinks it's big. You get what I'm saying? Like, it'll... It, I mean, yeah, AI, it wouldn't be anywhere without us, but once it can start building its own AI, once it, AI can make itself better... And create different AI and make its own AI. Like it's going to be, yeah. It's going to be like AI, AI. <laughs> it's going to be different platforms. LGBTQ AI. <laughs> I think I saw that the other day. I have a penis and a vagina. <laughs> I have neither a penis nor a vagina. <laughs> I am non-binary, computer-based. <laughs> <laughs> damn that's i don't know man crazy world crazy world crazy world and then you got the whole uh question of aliens you know aliens showed up when we started nuking people so and they're getting more and more prevalent now that we're fucking creating this artificial might, intelligence yeah that, and now that we might nuke again yeah last time they were here we were nuking yep <laughs> now they're back well, I feel like they've always kind of been around because the the stories never went away. Yeah, you know they were. I don't think I think I think I know what it is. I think it's tourists from the future. I think, think it's it, time travelers. Yeah, I think because if you've seen the way these things move, they don't really. There's no propulsion system. They're kind of standing in one place, and what's moving is like time. Mm. Like if you look at it a certain yeah. way, it's like they're just moving through time, but there's no propulsion. We can see them because they're physically there observing us, but I don't know, it just looks like time travel. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they never interact with us. It's not like they blow shit up. It could just be us from the future. Hey, let's go look at. Uh, you know, oh, it's fine. We eventually we're not going to harm anything. Or us from a different dimension. Yes, or something like that. Like it just. Well, I don't, I don't really. Uh, the thing with dimensions is that there's. I don't believe in multiple worlds. It just doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. There's no way there's a multiple world based on like whether or not I didn't put on the right sock this morning. That just doesn't make any sense. Like there's a whole universe where but there's infinite one worlds tiny... out there. Well, I could believe that, but there's probably most of them don't have us in it. You know what I'm saying? 
most of them nah. but when you're talking if you talk about one percent no because here's like why. the six six hundred trillion gabillion whatever the biggest number you could think of all the stars what are they all based the planets, on though? what do you mean like so so you say there's a i've heard like oh there's a thousand the only examples that you've seen in media are you don't need examples think of no infinite. i'm just no i know i know what the you're galaxy saying. is infinite I, I get what you're saying, but listen to this. You, you're not, there's not a whole galaxy based on I put on the, the wrong universe, shoe. The universe is infinite. Yeah, there's no, there's, no gal, there's no fucking universe where the only thing that's changed is I put on my shoes on the right foot first and then the left foot. And then every, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not like one little split difference for everything. There's not thousands born out of one. If anything, there might be one where we're here, right? Humanity. And this is the dimension where humanity exists. And then the other one, we're a little different as creatures, species. The world's a little, the air's a little thicker, maybe. You know, I just don't think like the little decisions in our lives have anything to do with a fucking universe. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's more or less. Our petty decisions don't dictate the universe. (laughs) I think it's egotistical (laughs) to assume that. No, it's not that we dictate the universe but yeah. that there's infinite worlds out there where maybe i fell in love with this person like it just doesn't make any sense it's so egotistical it's vanity stupid you're, there's no other universe where you had a better I mean, life you're just looking at it like that you know, i am you're just looking at it like that. i am i think i think there's, that's an there's, egotistical there's thought. worlds out there where there's a worse life you know i, I just don't i don't there's think wor- there's worlds out there where we're still i think there'd be a world like where maybe your grandparents and my grandparents died or something, and we just weren't ever born, yeah. you know? But there's that, definitely worlds out there like that. Well, I'm just saying, like, uh, there's probably more worlds where we're not in them than there are, like, there's not thousands of different versions of me in the universe, like, somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the infinity of, there's one. There's one. I think there's one. Well, yeah. You get what I'm saying? I'm saying. But we're talking, we're not talking about, like, this this universe we're talking about an interdimensional universe hmm. right like when you talk about that theory the um the theory of like there's another parallel of a world going on inside of this world that like i just put my hands up right now the other world i didn't put my hands up you know i'm talking without my hands up i don't fucking know but that i feel like that theory is a little more attached to like the the uh, I don't even fucking know what it's called. I think it's the interdimensional type, just, of, type just, of thinking. It just seems like science born out of like the imagination and like a science born out of like there's no physical evidence of this fucking shit. It's all theoretical, mathematical bullshit. Maybe you ever you ever notice when you try to do a math problem that's really long and you get one thing in the beginning wrong and the whole answer's fucked up. That's probably more likely than there's a bunch of different realities where my hands went in instead of out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a silly, it's a silly thing. It's a, it's theory. a silly thing it's to a, think about. It's a theory. They don't have yeah. that much proof yet. That's why it's not a fucking law. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a law of gravity. Like gravity yeah. is fucking a thing, but it's never been measured before. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, but it's a thing that's been observed so prevalently. Prevalently. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I've always believed you can't observe the interdimensional theory. No, you can't. You, no. you, you can only think about it. And fucking either believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you don't believe it, you don't fucking believe it. Yeah, it just sounds like some... But vanity. aliens. Yes. And van- aliens are a different thing. It's like there's aliens. life out there. There's versions of life out there. 
Yeah, I think so. There has to be versions of life out yeah. there. Now, people, and again, I'm going to write the book on this one day. There's versions of life in planets that don't even have oxygen. They just have a different form of oxygen. They use oxygen differently. Well, yeah. You they, know, can... they don't breathe oxygen, but they breathe nitrogen. We breathe nitrogen. It's mo- it's yeah. it's only twenty percent oxygen in the air. Yeah, but it's mostly nitrogen. Yeah, but there and there's some people out there well, physics... who who have an atmosphere of five percent oxygen, and well, a bunch of nitrogen, and their bodies just and can can morph. And, yeah, but and they evolved to be able to handle that. But there's a reason for everything. Like you said, the air's thicker in one of those fucking planets. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But there's there... still life out there, and it's adapted to that environment. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. I think I've said this on here. We know for a fact how life can be created. We're experiencing it. We have to be this far from the sun, and the sun has to be this big, and the earth has to be this big, and the atmosphere needs this much oxygen. The, all of the conditions for life that we know right exist on earth here, we can probably assume it's existing else somewhere out there, mm-hmm. right? So that is a for certain that there's probably other human beings, at least, in the galaxy. Now, if you want to speculate on different types of aliens, sure, be my guest. But like, <laughs> no, no, but, no, but just stick with me. Stick with me. Okay. But for a fact, there are probably other fucking humans out there. Yeah. For a fact, you know, like let's not mm. let's stop speculating about. Oh, it's a green alien on a bigger. No, we know for a fact it happened once, and we're living it. It's probably happened again. You know, like. These conditions. Yeah, but in all those planets that had the conditions right for life. Yes. Like maybe chimps weren't the ones to evolve. But they were. You ever think about that? Because, well, here's why. Because chimps evolve, like dolphins still evolve. How come dolphins are smart, right? But they don't have feet and fucking hands and shit. Chimps. Whales whales are super fucking smart. They like talk to each other. They have different languages. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's consciousness elsewhere, right? But there is but a the the a, the being able to manipulate your own environment is what makes us top, yeah yeah top uh, that's what we're defines. a class we're not even a class one species we're like a little below class one or something you remember that the whole thing there's class one two and three for like types of a, like a type three civilization oh, like advancements can, yeah can go interstellar travel yeah, like that yeah. you know blah 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 but I'm I'm pro, I'm pretty certain there's other human beings out there like that are just like us. Maybe even spread the seed or create it or somehow, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm sure there's there's a type for, of human out there. There's, there's a planet out there that is just like our fucking planet. Yes. Then that brings you to the other theory of space is so fucking big. There's almost an infinite amount of those planets. Well, then you, well, then you think about this. How come we evolved on Earth instead of the alligator? How come? Well, that's what I just asked earlier. Yeah. I have no idea. I'd be super curious. Well, I would just the like how f- co- how come monkeys were the ones that evolved and made us? Like how come we we like the monkey started and then the Homo sapiens because came look out at, of that? Just look at them. Just look at them. It wouldn't be okay. So like for example, the little lizard wouldn't evolve like that. What if the lizard was huge? But it wouldn't. be. What if on another planet somehow lizards were just big? Well, if the lizards were big, they would probably eat the monkeys who then would not evolve into humans and think one day. Exactly. So lizards would <laughs> be saying, around for very long time. Yes. They would live very long lives. Yes. They would start to they have would some never, kind of intelligence. Unless they, they would, started walking upright, they need so then something would have to make them walk upright. They might, you get what I'm saying? Like if I, they could start to There was some divine build societies and shit as lizards. Yeah. And 
<laughs> and then they came here and became Biden and Obama. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. I just thought of like lizard people. So I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, I'm going down lizard people road right you, now. Oh, dude, there's a there's a video out there. How come everything turns into crabs? You ever see that? Crab people. Everything. Crab people. Everything except for humans turns into crabs. They evolve into crabs. Did you know that? Look no. that up. Everything turns into a crustacean except for humans. How? Like when it dies? Like eventually, like, uh, I don't know. It was some, it was like what we're talking about now, evolution, right? Like, like the, the dolphins, every other species turns into a type of crustacean, not like a crab, but like how there's a video called on YouTube. How come everything turns into a crab? You should watch it. Everybody go watch it. All right. I'll send it to you later. But it was kind of like saying, I, it kind of, I think it pertains a little to what we're talking about here. I don't know. <laughs> if you're believing if you're to believe some recent memes, oh, okay, fuck. though our descents might look a little crabby, the joke that everything will eventually no. look like <laughs> the joke that everything will eventually look like a crab comes from an actual truth. Oh, it's real. The crab shape has evolved so many times that scientists had to come up with a special term for it: carcinization. See, I thought it was I thought it was believing the meme. It's real. Wow. Yeah, the carcinization, like, they all become crabs. Over time, five groups of decapods have separately evolved into crabs. Crab people, crab people, walk like man, talk like, walk like crab, talk like people. Crab people, crab people, talk like man. Walk like crab. <laughs> it, it's just because there's so many different types of crabs out there. There's so many different types of crabs out there that they came from different species. Like crab has the most different, the diff, the most like uh, uh, species evolved into a crab is what it sounds like. Like how monkeys evolved into Homo sapiens. Like, that's like saying monkeys, tigers, birds all evolved into Homo sapiens. Like everything turns into a uh, a person. But, yeah. but like, you see what I'm saying there? That's that correlation. No, no I'm not seeing. So on, only one species has evolved into Homo sapiens. Yeah, yeah. Right, that fucking ape. Yeah. But there's been a couple there's been five species that have evolved into different types of crabs yeah so all the, everybody except humans turns into crabs eventually <laughs> crab people, people crab people talk like crab walk like people <laughs> crab people <laughs> i got you i got you oh man yeah, yeah. i don't know it's crazy to think about everything turns into a crab <laughs> It's crazy oh. to think about. <laughs> oh, that was a crabby argument. <laughs> um, let's get back to aliens. Yeah. I feel like you have an interesting view on aliens. Like how? What? With the humans? Like you almost don't believe in them. I don't. I don't. Really? No, nah, I think there's humans out there. You don't think there's little there's little uh short, big headed nah. aliens nah. out there? You don't believe that at all? Nah, hmm. I just I look at the universe and it's so desolate. It's so desolate. You look at the universe. Look how desolate it is. Yeah, you know, like it's it's just. But you, it, it is so desolate. 
You don't think there's a species out there that was once human, once ape, evolved into Homo sapiens millions of years ago, and now they found a way not to kill each other, but think, to survive on different planets. No, I know, I know. I just you, like fucking Elon's gotta, trying to move to go to Mars. Go to John Michael Godier's YouTube page. And he's like, I love his like channel. He's got the best YouTube channel. Um, he, he talks he about denies aliens. No, no, he thinks aliens exist. Uh. But for all the reasons that he thinks aliens exist, I know they don't. <laughs> like, mm. like he goes, it's called the Fermi paradox. Like, because we know for a fact, regardless, like you could say like, oh, we see UFOs, but we know for a fact that there's no life in the observable universe. The universe, observable yes, universe. Yes, yes. But do you know how many planets that is? Yeah, but do you know how many planets that's it's, not? No, I know, but get, I know what you're saying, but just listen to me. Like, okay. So there's so there's nothing around us, right? But we know like we're kind. But of, how do we know that? Because we've only been to like fucking one planet. We 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 have radio. Like, there's no radio waves. There's no. We know. Maybe like, they use different technology I, on those planets. There's oh, there's so many variables. I know there are, but just listen. Okay. There's nothing that we've noticed, and we've been looking for 60 years, right? Mm-hmm. We've been looking for aliens, and we haven't found shit, and we would love to find shit. We would love to find aliens. We look at, remember there's a picture on Mars, the door on Mars? It turned out it was like two feet, and it was like not a door. It was like, you know, just shadow. Hmm. Remember the door on Mars? I don't remember that. We want, but the point is, we want there to be aliens. And uh, we're, we're so people. we're so willing to believe that there's aliens that we see like a door, it looks like a door, yeah. and there's no atmosphere, and we're just like, wow, they must live there with no atmosphere, and there's a door, and they must have hands like us. You get it? Like people want this to happen. So, but the fact is, we haven't seen it yet, hmm. and uh, we know how hard it is for a planet to produce life. It takes millions of years to, for even life to start walking, and that's mm-hmm. before things have started to evolve into people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's before people get out of caves. So you see how long things take, right? So the Fermi paradox is basically saying there might be aliens, but there's none around us and we'll never be able to talk to them because they're too far away for our technology right now. And we know that there's none in the observable sphere, right? So like it begs the question, are we first or are we last? Their home might not be anywhere we can find, but they're fucking visiting us. (laughs) You think? They're fucking crazy spacecraft out there. You think the UFOs that, are real? Yeah. What about Operation uh, Moonbeam? Or what was that thing? Uh, the thing where they can project things into the sky and make it look like there's UFOs? I don't know. There's there's this recent video that surfaced of some fucking lady in a plane. I saw it, yeah. And that that motherfucker was flying. Yeah, I saw and it. And it was flying in a, in a way <clears throat> that made no sense because it was, no si- propulsion. It was sideways. No propulsion either, and there was it was defies our laws of physics. Yes, and no scientists <clears throat> can explain any of it. I mean, it defies the laws of physics that we know of. Yeah, and those remember the let's go back to the There's class very one, credible, class two, and class three civilizations. That's based on where we are in class one. Mm-hmm. So it's not a real, you know, like for all we know, like that's all for some other species that's super advanced. That's all class one hyperspace you know and traveling as fast as light where we think might be class three might actually be class one for some other species so i know what you're saying like there might be some alien species that is so above our advancement we can't see them they're there but they're 
you know, they, they, it's their technology is so incomprehensibly like just smarter than ours. Yeah, def- it, that we defies can't even any. Fathom it. Like, right? like we're creating this AI. Yes, that's so smart. Yes. We can't even fathom how that, smart it is. And that thing was probably way smarter than our AI. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. But then you just think like, okay, where did they come from, right? Like, so they must have been before us. Biology-wise, let's talk about where did they come from biology-wise. Because on their planet, say they came from an No, ape. but you have to look at it in relation to the to the Big Bang. Where did the universe begin? The, the center. We're near the center. We're one of the oldest, you know, places in the universe. You know that, right? Like, the expansion, we're kind of near the middle. Not middle, but we're like semi you know, like we're not out here. We're like kind of, you know, and the universe might be How do you know new. that? How do you know where the center of the universe is? We know we've traced the center of the universe based on time. Like, you know, if you look at the rocks in the, on the earth, the ones at the bottom, you can tell by the geology how old something is. We're using that with outer space. We can tell where the center was, where everything expanded. And so people are starting to suggest we might be the first, you know, and that's a scary thought. So we, but then again. But wouldn't it be the outer Parts are the oldest? No, they're the newest because they just formed. The oldest shit would be right in the middle, right? where That's where the universe began. Everything else is expanding. Time is expanding outward, and everything is moving, like, slightly. That's that's You got to look at Michael John Michael Godier. He's like, he talks about it. G-O-D-I-E, John Michael. And uh, he, he talks about the Fermi paradox. I, I'm telling you, you got to go down that rabbit hole tonight. He's got oh, the yeah. best videos. I'm going to. Yeah. And then, and then we talk about the Fermi paradox. I'm gonna watch some tonight. I refresh my brain because I'm not doing him justice. But he had a lot of good uh, explanations for why there may or may not be life. You know, the vulnerable world hypothesis. Do uh, do Fermi paradox? F E R M I. That's what it is. Okay. Fermi paradox, the vulnerable world hypothesis. I'm just, gonna, no. I'm just gonna subscribe to him. I'll watch the other videos later. Yeah, he does like 10, 10 possible explanations for the Fermi paradox, and he just goes through all the different, you know. But uh, we know a lot more than you'd think about, like where we come from, like in the universe, like our location. Yeah, we've been know? studying the stars for, the for hundreds yeah. of years. And one day, you AI will study the stars. Like, hey, Chat BTD or whatever the fuck, you know, you know, hey, what's with the stars, yeah, dog? Unless, <laughs> unless we give them an ability to like constantly look out. Mm-hmm. And collect like nonstop data we will. through telescopes. That'll happen. Like we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. In a couple of years. I don't know. But I do like I, that's the cool shit about AI. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll be able to explain shit that we couldn't even yeah. comprehend. Yeah. You know, that's probably where Life is meaningless. <laughs> that if in the best way, like in the best case scenario, they AI is what upgrades us to that like class one, class two. Like, yeah. like being able to see the horizon of class two. Yeah, there's a every time there's a new product introduced, like the computer, everybody goes to doom right away because people are inherently pessimistic for survival. You know, yeah. Because if we're that. if we're not pessimistic or weary about new things, we die usually. It's like, oh, what's this? It, it harvests the crops, and you and you've, you're you're laying down on the ground. And you think, oh, this uh, this giant tractor is gonna straighten out my back, and then you get flattened. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> that's why people were scared of the tractor. That was the worst example, but the, the worst, the worst, but the first example that came to <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh, the tractor. <laughs> yeah, Paul got ran over by the tractor. What is he doing? He wanted to straighten out his back. <laughs> 
I told him he was nuts. <laughs> I told him not to do it. That thing weighs a lot. Oh man, I thought I had that thought. There was a bulldozer. There was big. Was that big wheel thing? Steamroller. Yeah, steamroller. And I was like, wow, that thing would crack my back. <laughs> 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 like like a uh, like a uh, old Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I think it would treat you like a jaw, uh, tube of toothpaste, and just yeah, you just your guts would just come flying out of your head. Yeah. Would you rather be bulldozed head first or toes first? Toes. That's like, <laughs> that's like. would you rather be cut in half dick no. first or head first? I don't know. Head quicker. Or through the waist. How quick? Well, you answer. I don't want Yeah, it'd have to be head. Because then you're gonna die right away. Once it's your talking about this. I go freak out. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who started with no, no. Dude, do you ever see there's a movie called Ghost Ship? And there's a scene where like the guy's walking through this haunted ghost ship and uh and he gets sliced by like just what we were talking about, by by these wires, and then he just falls into little pieces. Uh, and it, I it's I watched it when I was nine, I can't get it out of my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't eat grated cheese. <laughs> can't even touch a grater. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, man. Ghost ship. Ghost shitty ship. Movie. <laughs> shitty movie. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, dude, there's a, oh, there's another one with the house, and it's all glass and mirrors. And the, Oh, man, what was that movie? There was a lot of bad 2000s movies, like horror movies, that my dad like made me watch. Like, <laughs> oh, man. There was like, it was like this house of mirrors and shit. I never liked scary movies. I love scary movies. I never liked them. I remember I I could remember like my parents watching a scary movie and me like sneaking out of bed yeah and like going to watch TV because usually they'd be watching like Family Guy or something yeah and I'd be like Jacob go to bed mm-hmm. you know and I was young and I remember getting up and they had like a horror movie on I got so fucking scared I still remember like yeah what the guy looks like walking down it? the hallway with some axe lights are flickering two women running away from him sounds like my bloody Valentine. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to name the movie that you're saying. <laughs> probably. Yeah. That sounds actually like yeah. about that time too. Yeah. 2009ish. Yeah, time. probably. Yeah. Oh. I was probably like 10. Yeah. But um. Ish. Well, uh, there. What about Scream? The original Scream. Do you remember that one? Scream. Yeah, the first Scream. It dude was was like shirtless. I could remember. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. They were, they were like gay or some shit. That was a funny movie, dude. Scream was funny. Was it Scream? No, 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 no. The the guy with the axe walking down the hallway. Oh, okay. Is that I don't know if he was shirtless. He had long hair. I remember he had long hair. Okay. It wasn't I don't know. It could have been my yeah, bloody Yeah, Valentine. keep going. Keep, what was it? That's all I remember. That's all oh. I remember. But I remember I was scared shitless. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary movies. You know, if they're going to do that to me, I don't like scary movies cuz I couldn't sleep. Yeah. You know, I love my sleep, dude. <laughs> you know, if if something's going to disrupt my sleep, I ain't I ain't fucking with it. I feel you on that. That's a very practical mindset. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I did hate. Like, there was a movie, man. If it, I was just recent too, I was like getting all freaked out and scared. It's called Lights Out, and this like this bitch. She turned on the lights, and it was nothing. And then she turned them off, and there'd be like a shadow. Right? She turned it on, and the shadow, nothing would be there. And he'd flick them off, and the shadow's closer. <laughs> oh, shit. And there's, like, something, some ghost in the shadow. Don't fuck with me and the darkness. Dude, it's a crazy scary movie. Yeah. Like, it, it, this movie preys on the fact that we are all scared of the dark still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our instincts yeah. tell us when the sun goes down, yeah. where pr- predators come out to get us. Yeah. You know, we need to hunker down for the night. Start a fire. Yeah. You know, they 
that's why dogs were domesticated. Oh yeah. That's like the story behind dogs because they would bark at the sign of predators. Ooh, and it would yeah. wake you up from your sleep, and then you could defend yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man's best friend. Right? Yeah. It has been for thousands of years. They they say we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't utilize dogs <laughs> what so about, much. What about doggy GPT? <laughs> AI's best friend. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, doggy GPT, uh, what's the, what's the, how far is the sun from Earth? Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> You know, you can add another woof to that. You can add another woof <laughs> for free. Yeah, it's like for free. Well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, that's a shitty joke. I used to love the dog joke. It doesn't work on anybody. No. It got one good laugh, and that was it. I've been trying to get that laugh back ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Gamp. Remember, Gamp liked the dog joke. That's why you like Gamp. Because you like the dog joke. That's yeah. like a big reason why. I stick like, up for dude, Gamp. I like, I like Gamp. Yeah. I like Gamp a lot. No, he's cool, dude. He's no, cool. He's, he under- liked the he's dog misunderstood. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> he's like me. Yeah. Oh, I relate so to the guy. Yeah. He gets the dog joke. <laughs> yeah. He's good in my book. Yeah. yeah. Kelsey laughed at the dog, bo- oh, dog she did? joke. Yeah. And you were like, oh, she's in. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> Do you know who didn't? It was a red flag. I'm telling you, the dog joke's a red flag. It was uh, Maya. Oh. Remember her? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like the dog joke. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Big. Big red flags. Dripping with red flags. Oh, yeah. Tammy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. How long, how long have we been going? Almost two hours. Tell me you love me. All right, well, I guess that's it for another episode of Generally Fried. Thank you for listening, everybody. Until we talk again. Yeah. All right. Camrys, peace. Your kiss has grown cold And there's ice in your smile And I wonder Why you don't love me